Hello and welcome back to Imposter Women Podcast, the show that tells you you are not an imposter and we help you tackle your life and business goals unapologetically and with confidence. I'm your host, Melissa Hassong, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Jessie Linda Gallo. In today's episode, we're reflecting on the past year by thinking through our big and small wins, and we're going to be talking about ways to celebrate, um, which I'm really excited about because this is an area I could use some coaching myself. So (laughs) hopefully we can encourage you to be celebrating your wins along with us. I'm so excited to hear, Jesse, what you've been up to this week in your business and in your life because... We are coming to the end of the year. It's December 30 here in Australia where I am. So we're literally like in that last week of 2022. So tell me what has been a win for you? What can I help you celebrate? Yes. Yeah. The weekly wins are a good place to start (laughs) this episode, right? Put it right at the front. Um, no, I uh, my win this week is a rather administrative one. I've been I spent most of my day trying to catch up on bookkeeping. <laughs> so my win is that all the bills are paid. Yay! <laughs> a win for all of our vendors as well. Um, so that was really exciting. I still have tons of actual bookkeeping to catch up on because, like you said, Mel, it's the end of the year and that looming, get it all done date starts starts coming quickly. But in the meantime, I'm going to celebrate that the bills are paid. <laughs> nice. That's so awesome. And I totally admire that about you. You're very organized. And I, my bookkeeping is like not even a thing. <laughs> I don't have a system for it at all. Um, JK, IRS, I'm totally on top of it. <laughs> To organize business owner, you'll ever audit. <laughs> I will be before April 15, that's for sure. There we go. No, it's so true. We were talking about this a little bit before we hit record. Um, and it's so funny because, like, probably three months ago, Mel and I were talking about filings and getting things ready, and that's probably the last time I like really did bookkeeping. <laughs> and so I was telling her I have these like lovely folders, and the intention was like one of the folders is bills to pay. One of the folders is receipts to enter. Like the the idea is like the paper moves through the folders and I mm-hmm. enter them or pay things a few things at a time. And then they get neatly filed away and taxes are super easy. <laughs> but instead what has happened is I have like a two inch thick receipts to enter folder that I haven't touched in three months. <laughs> so it's going to be really fun, especially um, we're trying, I really want to get our taxes done early this year because we are um, planning for baby in the summer and which I actually don't know if I've mentioned on the podcast that might have been me telling everyone we're pregnant <laughs> so, whoops um, it's, it feels like old news to me but I don't think I've said it we haven't recorded in a while yeah. um, so trying to get taxes done early and get that like out of the way and have our filing and all that crazy stuff done so there's a lot to do there that's okay mm-hmm. we'll celebrate more bookkeeping wins as we go mm-hmm. Um, on the subject of bookkeeping, cause I want to talk about the baby as well, um, because that's like brand new news, but bookkeeping. Yeah. I thought I was going to have a system for that, that like I would code everything as it came in, never happened. So maybe that can be like my 2023 thing. One of us can like learn that and then do a podcast about it. 
We'll have bookkeeping goals together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Hold each other accountable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my win for the week is um, I have actually been going through a lot of content and planning for maternity leave as well. So um, that means editing just a ton of old footage that I recorded and never did anything with or had like the best intentions and it just kind of sat on my external drive. So I started editing that, chopping it up into YouTube videos and my next step is to start scheduling them. And I think I have at least three months of YouTube videos to post weekly. So keep me accountable. Oh my gosh. If the listeners could have seen my face just then. I was was surprised as well. I mean, they're not all super long, but like they count as a video. Um, So I, yeah, I think that'll be good to post, but that was a big win for me. That was awesome. Congrats, Mel. Thanks. Those take time too. Those are not like one and done. Yeah, it's it's a bit of editing and then you have to do the U- like the YouTube thumbnail and then post it and that all takes a minute, but it's worth it and I and I've had like a a block about editing for so long, but it's like no, it's like it's helpful. Helps yeah. you bulk, rec- you know, bulk plan things. And um so that's that's a big win that I'm celebrating that I've has been a long time in the making. Congrats, that's awesome. I also have a tiny little second baby win that I'll share as part of our weekly wins this week. Um, and I think this is going to be one of my goals for next year, but I started a new business book that I got in my stocking that I've been dying to read. So I'm like two chapters in, I mean, you know, again, hold me accountable. I'm not good at finishing books, but I started one and that was really exciting. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so you get business books in your stockings. That's amazing. For Christmas. Two. Two. Oh, jealous. <laughs> Do you want to share what what they were? Yeah. um, One of them is the book on the Burr method that I've talked about on the show that we use for investing. So it's just called that. Um, And then the second one is a strategy I'm really interested in pursuing for our business next year, which is midterm rentals. Um, So a lot of people are familiar with short-term rentals, very similar, but it's like um, usually a minimum of 30. It can't be less than 30 days for a tax and usually permitting reasons, but it's usually anywhere from 30 to 120 day um, stays. So it's like traveling nurses, digital nomads, um, people who are like on contracts for work. Um, Sometimes insurance companies will do leases like that if they're rehoming someone from like a fire um, or different like home emergencies. So there's all kinds of midterm rentals out there. So it's called 30 day stay. Very cool. So you're getting a kickstart on 2023 already. Yeah. Starting to think goals, right? It's Yay. time. That's awesome. <laughs> well, that was uh that was our wins for the week. I'm pretty excited about that because this is like the week off that you know most people tone down. So we've still got a couple wins, which is awesome. And I'm sure that our audience has wins too. So if you haven't already, go ahead and find us on social. Our handle is at imposter women. And send us your weekly wins, send us what you're really proud of achieving and, you know, the goals that you're accomplishing because we exist, this podcast exists here to celebrate you and to celebrate all the things that you're accomplishing. And we just are um, so excited every time we get one of those. And actually, now that I mention it, we did have on social 
um, a call out to our audience to say, what are you most proud of achieving this year in 2022? And we got one back from our friend Linda at Sport Bike Girls. And she did her very first motorcycle safety class this year. So that was an amazing win. Um, Congrats, but- Linda. Yeah, it was huge. So um, that was a that was an awesome one. We also heard from another community member that they surpassed their business income goal by two times, like they doubled it essentially, their business revenue for the year. So we were really excited for her as well. That's amazing. And like something to really sit with. So as we get to the part of the episode where we talk about celebrating, I hope she's listening because that's a big goal to be celebrating. Yeah, absolutely. Mel, I also um, just like to echo your point about sending in wins from our listeners. Like Mel said that so beautifully. We really hope you do share with us. We want to we cheer you on. Um, and if you follow us on social media, you would have seen um, at the, towards the end. So, you know, this last week when this episode airs, it would have been a couple weeks ago um, that we did launch a um, listener community on Facebook. So it's the Imposter Women Podcast listener community. We really hope that you'll come join us. If you go to our Imposter Women Facebook page. You can find the group super easily um, off of that homepage there. Um, But that's a space really for you all to connect with each other. Um, It's also a space to share your wins, not only with us, but with other entrepreneurs and side hustlers, find support where you need it. It's really meant to be a community and that's really the intention of Imposter Women. So um, for all of you listening out there who are, if you're finding this show to be nurturing, if you're finding this community to be building you up, we really hope you'll join us on Facebook and we want to hear what you're up to. The conversation on that group has been fire so far. I love hearing from our listeners and just engaging with everyone. So definitely look forward to seeing everyone there. Okay, Jesse. So tell me, we're coming up literally the last couple of days of 2022. Share with us, what are you celebrating this year? What are you super proud of? So it's interesting. I was reflecting a little bit on the goals that I had set for the year. And I was telling Mel that it's funny looking at this gigantic list of goals that I made. One of my takeaways for this year might be set less goals. Um, But I was only able to really check off a couple goals. But honestly, I think what's exciting is I also read that. And there's so many things that did get accomplished that weren't on there. Like just, I think the year went a direction I couldn't have predicted. (laughs) So there was nothing about the podcast on those goals. There's nothing about uh, moving, which we did this year. There's just so many things like not reflected in them. Um, But I always set kind of an intention for how I want to feel at the end of the year, very similar to when people have like a word for the year, um, which I often do as well. But I had said, my, my word last year for 2022 was rise. And I said at the end of the year, I wanted to feel a sense of direction for my life and career goals, be proud of the strength and joy in my marriage and be grateful for this life and all that I have. Which were three kind of themes that I had weaved through my goals. I was really looking to have more gratitude. And coming into 2022, I remember feeling just really unsure of where things were going. I just could tell a shift was coming. I didn't know where it was coming from. We um, were feeling like we were probably living in the wrong place and we were feeling really pulled 
to start to look at moving, which is a really intense thing to think about and one I know Mel uh, shares and understands after that being kind of a theme from your year. But it's just interesting to look at where I was a year ago. So I guess what I'm celebrating at the end of this year is feeling that feeling that I wanted to feel and having, we do have a different sense of direction that we didn't have. We Our business didn't really exist a year ago. It was really in name only on a piece of paper and it, it exists now. I and making some shifts in my career. We're on a new path with our family life. We live in a different place. Things just feel much more settled than they have in years. Um, and I do feel really proud of the marriage that we've built through some craziness in the last couple of years and um, just have a different amount of gratitude than I had coming into this year. So I'm really proud of that. And I'm celebrating um, having created with different goals than I thought, <laughs> the feeling um, that I was looking to have. Oh, Jesse, I just love that. I love that whole strategy of having like an overarching feeling because that's what we're trying to get out of our goals, right? Like we want happiness because it makes us feel good because it makes us feel loved and give love and all that good stuff. It's like we're, we're essentially always in the pursuit of like a happy, good feeling. And that's what you just beautifully demonstrated because like, yeah, goals support that obviously, but ultimately you got what you were looking for and you have that yeah. overarching, it's like literally on your piece of paper, you're showing me your goal sheet, yeah. which is beautiful. <laughs> and it's literally at the very top and, and everything you said is like tick, tick, tick. Yes. No, that, thank you. That's a good that's a good way to capture it except it's true. Like we don't set goals just because we want to check stuff off a list. At least I don't think most people do. <laughs> um, you know, goal setting is really about a direction, right? It's about a feeling. It's about a place we want to get to. So that's a pretty exciting one. Mel, I'm, I'm really interested to hear about your, what are you celebrating this year? Tell us where you're at ending the year. Oh gosh. Um, as far as wins, I think that the biggest one that our, my husband and my life has been revolving around for tw like more than 12 months, let's be honest, it was a couple of years in the making, was we finally officially made the move from the US to Australia this April. And that was so long in the making. Um, a lot of prep work obviously went into that and then we sold all of our belongings we booked our tickets, you know, we had a tiny little shipping crate, like literally a shipping pallet of things that we sent over and we started our life here again. So when I reflect on my year, 2022, like business stuff happened. Yeah. But like, I'm also like this thing changed our life radically. And that just changed how I ran my business, like family relationships everything else because having that proximity to people that I haven't lived near for like 11, 12 years um, has really changed everything for us. So I, I would say that is the biggest win. Super proud of that. And um, the other win is that we're pregnant as well. And um, yeah. And at this clapping, clapping, <laughs> clapping, silent clapping. Um, and at this point, as we record, I'm 28, actually 28 weeks today. So yay, go us. Congrats. Um, 28 <laughs> weeks. So 
that has been, again, that was, um, I haven't really shared this story, but it's been several years in the making and didn't think that I was able to get pregnant, um, just with some health, health history and everything. So, um, that has been a huge win too. So it's funny that like when we started this podcast, I thought I was going to talk about business wins. And now as I'm speaking it, like they're the last thing that come to mind. It's like the lifestyle and the family stuff that has been the biggest thing for me. Which ultimately like we've talked about in the past, like that's the goal of starting your own business. Like everybody has different goals with it. I know for both you and I, those were similar. Like we had goals for obviously the the mission and purpose of what we're doing. But, you know, what I've said in the past is like, for me, it's about doing family differently. Like I want to be able to have that freedom to really spend time with our kids. And maybe, maybe that means we work when they go to bed sometimes or during nap time or early in the morning. Um, But just to have that flexibility to do that or to have them around, you know, so I'm like, I think it's not, as you're saying, you know, they're personal more so than business. That's part of, that's part of the package. When you run your own business, it's all, (laughs) it's all one bundle, right? So I'm sure like you were saying, there's also a million small wins in your business that led to that, like to be able to move across the country, being out of working for someone else at a nine to five was a big piece of that. So it's all integrated. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I forget that. And the fact that I have my own business made so much of what we did this year possible, like even the traveling and the motorcycle road trip, like hundred percent, that would not have been a reality if I was, nine to five salary in data analytics, like I was a couple years ago. So you're right. There are other like smaller wins that add up to that for sure. And I think that is, that's such a good point because that's why we start this to begin with, right. Is to have that flexibility and to have that choice of like what we want to do with our lives. And then you kind of look back and reflect like what this episode is all about. And you go like, dang, I'm doing it. Like this is, this is what the plan was. And now we, we can have, you know, maternity leaves coming up and like, we can plan our work, all the podcast stuff ahead of time, because that's really how we've designed it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think what you just said is so important and it really is the purpose of this episode. I mean, hopefully it's fun for people to hear where we're at um, and maybe give them some ideas or some inspiration, uh, a different perspective, but ultimately it's, we want to encourage people to take a minute and celebrate. And like I told Mel, we were getting ready for this episode. Like I was a little nervous for this episode because this is one of my weaknesses. (laughs) Like this needs to be one of my 2023 goals because it is so easy to just keep chugging and forget where you've been and forget to reflect. And more so than reflecting, more so than just saying like, yep, we did that next thing Mm. is to stop and say, wow, I'm really proud of that. And I don't need to feel bad for being proud of that. I'm not being boastful. I accomplished something that means something to me, whether it's little or big. I'm going to take a minute to really let that soak in and I'm going to find a way to meaningfully celebrate that to me, which probably looks different for every one of us. And that's what I haven't nailed yet, but I will find my meaningful celebration this year. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And it is, it's like taking that time to pause. And I think- For us and for our listeners, 
you know, if you're listening to a podcast about starting a business and overcoming imposter syndrome, like you're a bit of a go-getter, like out of the gate, you know, you're trying to do new things and stretch and grow and, and be and do and have so much more in your life that we do just move on. We go like, yep, check, like success. Okay. Keep stacking those wins, but without like looking behind you and being like looking at the stack of wins and being like, heck yeah, like that's because of me. So on that note, Jesse, do you have any strategies on celebrating your wins? Any ideas for those listening who would be like, okay, that is something that I could do better at. Like, how would I celebrate? I have lots of ideas <laughs> for it that have yet to be executed. But I mean, I can share some of those. And, you know, Mel, I think some of these you've probably um, said to me over the years. Um, but like, I know some people will have like a post-it note wall where they'll add wins and like smack them up on the wall where they can see them. That's one I've wanted to do. We have a little space in our office that would be like very easy to just make that a post-it note space. Um, I think one for me is like creating a moment. Like when we have a bigger win, I'd really like to this year, like take a second and like go out to dinner and talk about the win or celebrate the win or high five each other, (laughs) you know, like whether I grab my husband or grab a friend or grab my mom or whoever it is, I think like actually literally pausing is probably one of my biggest challenges with celebrating wins. Um, I think one that I do have around me that I would encourage other people to do is just using the community around you. Um, So, you know, we talked about our online community. That's a great place. So maybe for you, that looks like posting in the Imposter Women listener group and saying, hey, here's my win this week. Can we, will someone celebrate this with me? Um, You know, I have my mastermind group where we do that, where we say our wins Um, every week. We talk about wins when we record. I think for me, my challenge is more than just saying them is actually internalizing them. I think that's where I need to work on pausing a little bit longer because so often I'll say like, oh yeah, we did this. Woohoo. And then immediately I'm on to like, oh, but I didn't do this and I didn't do that. Even in today's episode, you could rewind and hear it. I think what I need to get better about is like believing myself that that, that like I actually should celebrate that win. Mm -hmm. Like almost do you think like giving yourself permission to celebrate? I think that's part of it. Um, And I think just like I have a tendency and like you said, I'm sure some go-getters listening to this will be like, I understand. I think there's a little bit of a perfectionist tendency to not feel like you can celebrate until it's 100% done. Mm. Um, So I think a little bit giving permission to celebrate sooner um, and starting to to really reflect on that it is the small wins that lead to the bigger win. So no, I didn't get 100% of my bookkeeping done. However, getting all the bills paid is a step to getting the bookkeeping done. (laughs) Like I can't accomplish the bigger without the smaller. Um, So I think just digesting that is a big piece of it. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. So do you, so it sounds like you kind of will say like, yes, I checked this box, but these are the boxes I didn't get. It's like, I didn't actually do it. Exactly. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So don't do that, guys. (laughs) To all of our listeners, (laughs) be better at it than I am. (laughs) Mel, what do you do? Because I feel like you're 
I think you're very good at celebrating wins and you're good at encouraging other people to celebrate wins. So I want to hear some of your tactics. I, so, so when you mentioned before, like that you like the dinner thing that brought up a memory for me that I completely forgot about. Um, my husband and I, we were on our motorcycle road trip when I hit my like one year anniversary of incorporating my LLC and we were in Outback, New South Wales. Um, and we went out for dinner and like, I had it, I put it on my calendar, right? Like anniversary of LLC filing. I put it on my calendar as like a reminder, like a recurring reminder. Cause like, I think that's a really big thing. Like giving birth to a business is such a huge thing in life, no matter where you're at, when you do it. And I was like, I want to remember that. So that was like me a year plus ago that like put that on my calendar, not really thinking about it. And then it came up and I had mentioned it to my husband that week. And I was like, oh, it's coming up on Thursday or whatever. And on the day he was like, oh, it's your anniversary. Congratulations. Like, let's go out for dinner. And it was really sweet. We did. And we're again, we're in like the middle of nowhere in the outback of Australia. And we went out for dinner and we spent the whole time just talking about my business and I've never done that with anyone ever like I don't even I mean not even with me do I sit down and like celebrate for an hour or more but it was like so amazing to to actually talk to someone and celebrate that and like have that whole air of like yay happiness like celebration and we got cake and stuff and um because I don't know. I, I guess I don't know where I'm going with this thought other than like, it feels really good and it's so easy to forget about. But yeah. I think that calendar reminder, like if that was not on my calendar, f- for sure, I would never have done that. I would never have even <laughs> thought about it again, right? The filing okay. of my LLC, but um, to talk about like what you've accomplished, what you're proud of and like have someone else who's been there for it to kind of mirror that back to you and be like, Oh, remember that time when, and like, Oh my gosh, remember how you used to feel. And now you feel this way. Like that is so helpful. And that gets back to what you just said, Jesse, about the community aspect and um, how, how it does really help to support others in that journey. And just to have that, um, that communication and kind of that back and forth. And I, we definitely have that on the mastermind every week, you know, celebrating the wins and it, seriously, even just verbalizing it, just saying like, Hey, I did a thing this week. I'm proud of is so game changing because we don't do that to ourselves. Like if you're just in your office, tapping away on your laptop, you're just like, yep, check. Okay. Next, next to do list. Okay. Yep. Whatever. And then, but to say it and to pause is really special. No, that's awesome. I I love the idea of the calendar invite. I just wrote down on my to-do list next to me uh, to go set a calendar invite for when we start our business. Because honestly, I don't really know, but it's probably it's coming up um, when that filing date was. So that's such a good idea. That's a solid takeaway for anyone listening. But I think you're spot on. Just like having that moment is so important, and like. For me, if there's ice cream, if there's ice cream cake, even better, mm. then it's a celebration. So <laughs> like, I don't even have to go to dinner. I just need to go to Dairy Queen and I will be celebrating. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yes, ice cream cake every day. 
like what I would love to live on, but you know, our bodies wouldn't enjoy that. <laughs> the other thing I was thinking about, and this Jesse is kind of like a twist on um, the wins file that we've talked about so often is like, and to recap on what a win file is, is just having, you know, a folder somewhere or like an electronic folder of, you know, emails that are like coming from coworkers or, you know, you get a nice message from someone and you keep that in a file somewhere. So when you're need a little bit of a pep up or you need a little bit of motivation, you can tap into that and be like, yes, this is everything that I've accomplished. So maybe it's a version of that, but um, I have a photo file on my phone that I started in the past couple months. And every time I get like a really beautiful piece of feedback from my online community, I'll screenshot that and put it in my, in my folder. Because for me, um, the biggest thing for me is like service. Like if I'm helping others, then mission accomplished, as opposed to like, this is my revenue goal or like, this is what I want to achieve. Obviously those are things, but I think for me, like if I get a message and I got one yesterday that like freaking just blew me away, I was like, oh, if I can help someone change how they're thinking about a, a certain thing or like have that mindset shift, like that's it for me. Like that's my fuel. So um, that's also how I celebrate that because to me that's progress and to me that, sh- that means that I've been showing up. So um, that is a bit of a celebration of a win. I don't know how it's big or small or how, exactly how it fits in, but that's just something that came to mind. I love that you've like tapped into your own like love language almost in doing that. It's like you said, there's so many different types of wins out there and it's partially it's knowing like what excites you and what makes you feel proud. So for somebody, it might be hitting a specific revenue, you know, the metrics might really be what gets them, keeps them going versus for other people, those like words of affirmation or those more like stories of like human (laughs) progress um, are might be more of a success factor for them. So I, I love that you've tapped into that for yourself and you know what's motivating to you. Um, and I think that's an awesome takeaway for our listeners to really think about like what does get you excited and then how do you represent that or keep that on hand? Because I think what you don't want to do is wait until you're feeling like having one of those days where you feel like a failure or having a day where it feels like you're just never going to make this work. So I think if you wait till that day to try and muster up what your your success has been and to celebrate yourself, you're going to really struggle. So I think like ultimately for me, that's what celebrating wins is about. It's about having that proof kind of there to say like, wow, today's a really hard day, but look at all that I've accomplished already. Look at all the hard stuff I've already done. I can do hard things. I've done them before. Um, and just like having a way to motivate yourself. Yep. Absolutely. And it does resonate differently for everyone. Like we, you know, we celebrate differently. We find happiness differently. So if you're listening to this and you're looking for a way to kind of make this fit for your life, see what resonates. Like if anything that we just mentioned feels really good for you, then that might be something that you want to explore and and keep it simple It doesn't have to take a day to celebrate your wins every week or anything like that, but just like have a happy dance or whatever feels super good for you. A pump up song. (laughs) Yes, pump up song. Oh my gosh. We should have one of those for the podcast. That would be fun. 
Everybody needs a good pump up song. Yeah. Well, and I think too, like something you said, Mel, was just like the power of verbalizing a win. And I think some of this is about, it is a little bit about imposter syndrome too. Yeah. Because I, I think we've all, especially as women, been raised in a culture that says, if you go pumping your feathers mm. and talking about what you're doing well, you're being boastful, you're being selfish, you're being egotistical, whatever it is. And I think we've all kind of taken in that message to like just do things quietly. And I think this is a little bit about reprogramming for ourselves. So maybe celebrating your wins is just affirmations. Maybe it's just saying to yourself in the mirror, I'm really proud of X. I did that. And if that is super, super uncomfortable, because I could see someone listening to this and being like, there is no way I am calling someone or going in this online Facebook group and posting my win. Are you kidding me? Um, so, you know, if that's you, I'd say start with yourself. Start by just looking in the mirror and telling yourself what you're proud of and just starting to normalize um, and reprogram that like it's okay to celebrate and it's okay to be proud. And that doesn't make you any of the words I used before. <laughs> Yes. Yes. And that, I think that's what it all comes down to, Jesse. Like you just, this episode tied up in a, in a cute little bow is, is that, is the fact that women aren't given permission to celebrate ourselves and be proud of ourselves. But this might be a mindset shift if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm still not comfortable about it. Is like, if you are comfortable, if you can communicate your wins in, in a way that feels good for you. Do you know how much that inspires other people? Like Jesse, I'm obsessed when you have wins. Like it's not a joke when we do our week, weekly wins on this podcast. I'm like, hell yeah, full body. Like I'm so supportive of that. Like, and it inspires me to push more and be more. And that community aspect, I think we all just like, we all just lift up because you never know who is watching. You never know who is being inspired by what you do. And you might never know. That's the reality. But by being who you are, by celebrating yourself, by being proud of what you're accomplishing, then that is just going to multiply, like reverberate so far in your community that it's going to inspire others to do the same thing for themselves as well. A hundred percent. I'm like snapping along over here. I think that's so good. And if you need someone to give you permission, since the world probably hasn't, like we're giving you permission. Imposter Women is saying, go celebrate your wins. We're we're ready to hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. This has been a really fun episode, Mel. I'm really glad we did this one. Full disclosure, we weren't totally sure if we were going to do this episode. I don't know if that's too honest to say, but we weren't. Um, and I think for this has been really good for me. This is pushing me outside of my own comfort zone a little bit <laughs> to think a little harder and celebrate a little bigger. Um, and this really is going to be one of my 2023 goals. So you can hold me accountable to that. But thank you so much for talking with me about this, Mel. And I'm really glad we were able to share this um, topic. And hopefully all of you are thinking about and heading towards ways to celebrate. Yeah. Thanks, Jesse. This was a super fun episode and I'm glad it landed where it did because um, I think that was a message that we all need to hear. You have permission, go out and, and stack those wins and be really proud of yourself. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Imposter Women. You can visit the episode description to find all of the show notes from today's episode. We'd love if you would send us your weekly win at imposterwomen at gmail.com and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts to help others find this community. Be sure to tune in next week as we continue to help you chase your dreams unapologetically. See you on the next episode of Imposter Women.